Welcome to Turn Shit Into Gold. This is episode four, although the first two episodes were called The Tea with KB. I'm Kristen, also known as KB, the host of this podcast. And I realized that last time I think I forgot to introduce myself, which is because I feel like I'm just sitting here talking to you and like you're here. And I forget that some of you may have found me just through Spotify. Or if this is in the future and I have actually gone back in to get this added to Apple Podcasts, then maybe you found me there. And right now, I am just sort of operating under the assumption that everyone who's listening to this either knows me personally or found this through my social media. So I forgot to introduce myself, but I am Kristen. I am your host. And I also had a couple people since the last time I put out an episode, tell me that they love that it feels like they're just sitting in the room with me and we're just chatting. So I'm glad that it is coming across that way. That's how I want it to feel. I want it to feel very conversational, even though obviously you can't reply back to me while we're talking, but I do encourage you to slide in my DMs and let me know what you think of the podcast, if it provoked any thoughts for you, if you resonated with what I said. I love hearing about it. I mean, this is fun for me just doing it, period, but it's definitely a lot more fun when I get to hear from people who are listening and hear your feedback. So feel free to slide in my DMs. I'm on Instagram at it's Kristen Hope, I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-O-P-E. Also, I just want to share with you right away that I am recording this for the second time not because I recorded it once and didn't think it was good enough, but because I was just about to put the episode out and I had this intuitive feeling that I should actually listen to the recording this time because last time I didn't even listen to it for a half a second before I put it out there. And when I hit play, the audio was terrible and I have no idea why, but it sounded super scratchy and I was like, oh shit. I need to record my entire podcast episode again because I can't put this out. This is not listenable. People can't listen to this. You can't – I mean, you could understand what I was saying, but it just would not have been pleasant to listen to. And that kind of sucks because it was a good episode, but I know this episode will be even better because why else would that have happened? This is my opportunity to turn shit into gold. That's what this whole thing is about. So what I had shared about was how last week was a kind of a tough week for me. And it's really important to me to share stuff like that because we just need to normalize being authentic and being real and being a little bit more neutral about things and realizing that it's totally okay to feel off and that if you feel off, it doesn't mean that everything is going to shit. Our brains like to tell us stories like that, that everything is going to shit, things are falling apart. I don't know why. It's it's very silly that they like to do that. Something about it feels safe to our brains of like, okay, if we just hit this panic button and think about all these worst case scenarios, then we can plan for them and prepare for them. But really what ends up happening is you end up manifesting some of these worst case scenarios for yourself. So we don't want to do that. We want to just be like, oh, this is interesting. I feel off today. This is not 
how I normally want to feel. Where is this coming from? Why is this here? What is it here to show me? And also just accept this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling off. I'm feeling less at peace than I was feeling for the last couple of weeks. And just letting it be okay. And it was at first just for a minute or two extra frustrating to me because Monday I had a really good day. And then Tuesday was 2-22-22. All the twos, if you are someone who is in the spiritual worlds or really into energy and portals, you will have heard or seen people post about how that day was a big energy portal day. And what that means is that there are just certain energies. I mean, there are always energies from all of the planets in our solar system that are heading to earth all the time, energies that you can just work with. So when you hear people talk about things like mercury retrograde, they're just talking about the energy of mercury and mercury looks like it's going backwards at that time, which is why they call it retrograde. It's just a good time for introspection. It's nothing to be afraid of or worried about, but people will talk about the energies of the planets and they'll talk about portal days, which is days where it's, you know, repetitive numbers, 22222 or 1111 is one that people love, all those ones, and I personally think it's really fun to lean into those days and lean into the energy. And I enjoy trying to manifest things using different journal prompts or little rituals that I'll create for myself. Maybe I'll light a candle, pull an oracle card for myself, just do something fun and lean into that. And I like to really lean into those days again, because I think it's fun. I think that I and you are powerful manifestors and I think that every single day is a good day to set intentions and manifest. I just also enjoy making things special, and those days are days to make things special. Same with the first of the month, which now I'm recording this again on the first of the month because it's Tuesday, the day that I put this podcast out, and that audio was not usable. So... Here we are on the first of the month, a day that I am also looking forward to spending some time intentionally to put energy towards what I desire. That day, a week ago, 22222, I was all excited to do that. But that day, I felt really off and I couldn't fully figure out why at first. I ended up realizing that it was because of watching the show Inventing Anna which if you have watched that, feel free to DM me about it. I loved the show and I would still recommend watching it. It was very interesting and entertaining. Great show. However, anytime you are watching TV or movies or listening to music, you are being programmed to some extent and being exposed to different energies. So with this show, there were lots of themes of, you know, corruption and there was a lot of lack, scarcity, fear, a lot of stress around money that was going on, especially towards the last couple episodes of the show when Anna's waiting for her loan to get approved. So I didn't even realize, but I was taking on 
some of that energy and some of those beliefs were getting planted in my mind and I needed to take some focused time to rework those beliefs and realize that they were getting planted there, pluck them out, reinforce the beliefs that I have been planting in myself for a long time now and just shift that energy out of myself. I also did something that I call an energy recovery. It's not just that I call it that. Other people call it that too. But what an energy recovery is, is it's just a little process that you can do, a form of energy work where you are intending to take your energy back from anyone or anything that has your energy and then take any energy out of your energy body that is not yours and give it back to the people that the energy belongs to. This is a very loving thing to do because we are all supposed to just be in our own energy and that's how everyone can thrive the most and be the happiest. So it is a totally great thing that you can do all the time and also then blowing up the energetic cords that connect you to the person or the thing. We're cording into people energetically all the time. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are cording into me energetically because you are tapping into my energy and listening to what I have to say. If you think about your friend right now, say I say something and you think of a friend who should listen to this, you are energetically courting into them because you are thinking about them. That is also not a bad thing. It's nothing to be afraid of or worried about. It's just a thing that happens. We're all courting into each other all the time. So I consider it part of my energetic hygiene to do an energy recovery for myself on a regular basis. And sometimes I will specifically do it if there's a situation that happens that causes me to feel really icky or really off just to make sure that I am getting rid of that energy from my energy body and calling my energy back that may have been essentially stuck in that situation. So you can do that for yourself with different past traumas that you've been through, and it's just really helpful to the healing process. So I did a little energy recovery for myself from the show, and then I did some journaling to just reinforce my beliefs and get my energy back to where I wanted it to be. But I still, throughout the week, had some just moments where it felt like it was more difficult for me to be super rooted to the new energy that I am working on embodying and the new level in my life that I'm working on creating. And also, towards the second half of the week, there was something that came up with my boyfriend, and it was a concern on my side this time that prompted us to have one of our expansive conversations, as I like to call them, which we had, and it went really, really well, better than I even expected it to. However, I was like so nervous leading up to it, and it was just making – I just felt really off. Like something just felt really off. Something didn't feel right, and I didn't like it. I don't like feeling off. So the whole week, I just felt like I was kind of stumbling through the week and it felt like I was having to fight to feel like my normal self. And that doesn't happen to me super often, but it had been happening a little bit towards the end of 2021. And then things felt better in January and then even better than that for the first half of 
last month. And then it was like all of a sudden, the last week of the month, things just got challenging. And I was struggling a little bit with that, which is okay. And then on Saturday, I went to a yoga class and it was at Core Power Yoga. I actually used to teach yoga sculpt at Core Power Yoga. So I have taken their teacher training and I happen to know that you are supposed to have a theme for your class. And this instructor shared a quote, which was then the theme for the class. And it was a quote by Malcolm X, which is stumbling is not falling. And she said it and right away I knew that I needed to hear that so badly at that time. And it was kind of funny because I originally was planning on going to a 10 a.m. class that was actually a yoga sculpt class. And then something in me just was telling me that I needed to go to the 1130 C2 class. And that is an example of intuition when you just feel like you should do something or a thought just pops into your head and maybe you're not sure exactly why, but you feel like you're being guided to do that. And when that happens, I just listen. I listen. And I recommend, you know, trying that out, see what happens. So I figured it was probably just that my body needed a slightly more relaxed workout because Yoga Sculpt is yoga with weights and there's also a cardio song. It's pretty intense. So I figured, oh, my body probably just needs something more chill or even maybe my mind. Maybe I need to just slow down and be super, super connected to my body. I just honestly didn't think that much of it at all. And then when I was there and she said that quote, it was like, okay, this is why I'm here. I needed to hear this. I really, really needed to hear this. And I also realized right away, this is going to be kind of the theme of this podcast episode. And then when I ended up recording that first one, it kind of transitioned into me also telling the story of how I got to where I am right now in my business, because I know that there are some people who are listening to this podcast who just met me within the last couple of weeks and they don't really know my whole story. And I'm not going to tell my whole, whole story, but I'm going to tell you several things so you can understand what it looks like to follow intuitive guidance and just trust in the next step. Because a lot of times as humans, we really want to know the whole path. We want someone to tell us not just it's going to work out if you just do this thing and then wait for the next thing. We want them to say it's going to work out. You just have to do this and then you can do this and then this will happen. Like We want to know on a human level. We really want to know. Our souls, on the other hand, that's not what they want. That's not what they signed up for. They signed up for a magical mystery ride and they want us to experience the magic of being in the mode of surrender, surrendering to the divine, surrendering to the fact that there is a plan, surrendering to the fact that we do not know all of the steps. We don't know most of it. And we can get some information intuitively, which is what I do for myself and for my clients. But there's also a good chunk of it that we're not supposed to know. And sometimes when I do an intuitive read, whether it's for myself or for another person, the information that comes through is just information to get them to do the next step. It's maybe not necessarily fully true. 
if that makes sense. So sometimes they might really want you to do a certain thing and they know that you'll only do it if you think it's going to go a certain way. So they tell you that it'll go that way. So you'll do the thing, but really you needed to do the thing. So you would learn this lesson, which would then prepare you for the next thing. And I have realized this as I've gone on my journey here and I have surrendered to it and I've surrendered to it knowing that at the end of the day, everything is still always going to be okay. Everything does always turn out okay in the end. Sometimes the middle parts are a little messy and they're a little bit harder to get through, but it's always okay. And I'm always being supported. I'm always being supported on an energetic level by supportive energies. You can call them supportive energies if that works for you. You can call them angels if that works for you. Guides. You can even just say God, the universe, your higher self, your soul, whatever resonates for you. Again, love to remind you that I am speaking about what is true for me and what I believe in my life, but you don't have to believe this. So you can disregard everything that I say. You can stop listening to the podcast. (laughs) You can try things on, feel it out for yourself. You can decide to take part of what I say and make it your truth and leave other parts to the side. You don't have to buy into everything that I believe. You don't have to buy into anything that I believe. It's totally your choice and your life and you get to make it what you want it to be. So personally, I believe that I have a soul that is guiding me. I believe that I have a higher self that is guiding me. I believe that God is guiding me, who I will also refer to as source energy or the universe at different times, both to myself, just in my own brain. And when I'm talking to other people like you on this podcast And I believe that I have other guides, which includes angels and other helpful beings who are here to support me, who love me so fully, who believe in me so fully, and who want to provide every single thing I could ever need on this path of doing what my soul came here to do on this earth. And I believe that part of that includes them sending me the physical support that I need, whether it is in the form of money so that I can hire someone to work on new branding and a new website for me, or so that I can pay someone to clean my apartment so I don't have to clean my apartment. Or maybe it's sending someone like my boyfriend into my life who has just added so much joy and so much love to my life. Maybe it is friends who I'm able to really be myself around and be silly with and share all sorts of crazy things with and have them receive it and give that same energy back and really just make me feel so supported and feel like I'm not alone here on this wild little journey that I'm on. Maybe it's the clients who I really enjoy working with and who I feel so grateful to be able to be a part of their journey and who express tons of gratitude to me and just make everything that I'm doing so much more fun. It can come in all sorts of different forms. Honestly, one of the biggest ways that I feel the support is through the ideas that I receive. I receive ideas constantly for things that I can do that will provide value to you and that would also allow me to then receive support in return in the form of 
financial currency. So there is so much support available to you. And again, it's your choice if you want to believe that or not. And if you want to believe that, you can start to believe it today. And then you can start to receive even more because you've decided that you're worthy of this support and that this support is possible and available to you. And you're just receiving it now. So that's an option for you. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about what that journey has looked like for me, which honestly, like I said, has included lots of stumbles. We're coming up on one year since I came out of the closet as an intuitive and psychic medium on social media, which was a scary thing to do. I had to do a lot of inner work and really root to my truth and my identity before I was at all comfortable with putting that out there. And I still was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like a little bit of a heart pounding moment. I'm sure you've had those in your life where your heart is just pounding and you're like, holy shit, did I really just do that? Like, okay, we'll see what happens. But I had the tools to become confident in myself and to know my truth and be rooted to that which allowed me to put myself out there in that way. And just about six months later, I ended up quitting my full-time job to do this work full-time. So that is pretty fun. Has it been super easy? No. Has it been harder than it needed to be? Yes, because there were some limiting beliefs that I now realize that I had that I wish I would have worked through before, but I wasn't aware of them yet. And guess what? That's okay. It's okay to stumble. So to get to what is the most logical starting point of how I ended up here, I will go back in time to January of 2020. In January of 2020, I was following some Instagram accounts that talk about the Enneagram, which if you're unfamiliar with it, it is a personality test with nine different types, I believe it is. And you can have one type or you can have a type with a wing for a second type. And I had taken the quiz, I don't know how long before that, but I took the quiz and I was a two wing three, which is a helper with an achiever wing. So what that means is my primary driving force in life is to help people And my secondary driving force is to achieve things or feel like I have achieved things. Those are the things that I'm desiring to feel helpful and successful. And there are different posts that accounts will share that talk about different things like the shadow side, which would be the downfalls of being that side. They'll talk about what you go to in stressful moments how you end up showing up. They talk about what you need from partners, different things like that. And I think I maybe mentioned before in the first episode, maybe I didn't, but I feel like I'm always trying to figure myself out, which now makes a lot more sense because I'm going to spend my entire life working through limiting beliefs so that I can be available to receive more and more and more of all the good things in life that I want to receive and so that I can learn it well enough to turn around and teach you how to do that for yourself. That's the whole point of what I want to do here on earth. So it makes sense that I would be spending my life trying to figure myself out. And with my Enneagram type, it turns out that I didn't feel worthy of being loved or just 
worthy period unless I was helping people or unless I was achieving things. And best case scenario for me was like achieving things through helping people. That was what I desired. And I had this moment where I realized, oh my God, I do not feel worthy. Like I feel like I have to earn everything, including love from people, including friendships, like everything. I feel like I have to be adding so much value in order for people to want to keep me around. And I realized that that's not how everybody feels. And I realized that I thought it was really fucked up that that was how I felt. And once I was aware that that was how I felt and that a different reality was available, I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't want to be in that reality and feel that way. So that is an example of I didn't realize it at the time, but now looking back, I realize, oh, that was me setting an intention. That was me deciding I am worthy of more and I want something different from myself. And that created this ripple effect. Every time you make decisions, especially when you make a decision that's like, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. I now realize that there are better options out there and I'm worthy of better options. I'm done with this. Whether it's a job you were working that was unfulfilling or a relationship that was either downright unhealthy or just not quite as aligned as you wanted it to be. Every time you make that decision, that sends an energy out and that energy creates a ripple effect that comes back to you and ends up bringing things to you that are even better. And it ends up bringing you the information that you need, whether it's just seeing a quote that inspires you to do something, whether it's receiving an actual idea to do something. Maybe it's a program that comes up that would help you learn what you need to learn. Everything just creates this ripple effect and it's really freaking cool. It's just the one step that you need. And this is what I really want to reiterate is that you only need to know what your very next step is, but you also technically don't even need to know that. You just need to know your intention and set your intention. When you set your intention, the next step will be revealed. You do that next step. You get some more clarity. You set another intention. The next step is revealed to you. That's how all of this works. And it's actually so safe to follow your dreams because this is how it works and you will be supported every step of the way. So I set that intention and I started to say no to things. I had someone at church ask for a volunteer for something and I told her, it was actually one of our pastors, and I told her that I had recently realized this stuff that I felt like I needed to be helping people in order to be worthy of love. And I was working on healing that. And so I was going to say no. And she reacted very well to that, which is not surprising because she's an awesome human being. But she told me that that was great. And she was proud of me for doing that and that they would absolutely easily be able to find someone else who would be able to help. And she loved that I was just doing what I needed to do to take care of myself. So that was great. And that was a step in the right direction. And that was me sending a signal to the universe again of, okay, like I'm serious about this change because a lot of times we will set an intention about something and then the universe is not 
trying to test us, test us, but they're just confirming. They'll send you something to just confirm, is this really what you want? And a lot of times the way they do that is they'll send you something you used to order to see, will they just accept this order or will they say, nah, actually, I'm, I really am done with this. I want something better. So sometimes this will come in the form of you deciding you want a better relationship and you're done with your ex and then whoop, your ex pops up and texts you and the universe is just seeing, are you serious? What are you going to do here? Are you going to respond? Are you going to respond and tell them, no, thank you? Are you going to entertain this? And if you entertain it, then the universe knows that you weren't serious. So this was an example of that. I decided I'm worthy even when I say no to helping people. And the universe is like, okay, let's see if she's serious. Let's see if she's rooted to this. Let's have Debbie ask her if she'll help with this thing at church. And I was rooted to my decision and I was rooted to this new way of being. So I said, no, I love this community. I'm just not able to help at this time. And that was a signal to the universe that we're moving forward in this new direction. She's fully on board with this. Let's send her some more stuff in this direction. And then the pandemic hit in March, as we all know, Oh, which was also right after I decided to drop one of my core power classes that I was teaching. That was another way that I said no. I was teaching three classes per week at Core Power Yoga. I also was working full-time at my nine-to-five at a sports technology company, and I was also volunteering as a mentor for teen moms through Young Lives, which is a young life program that is specifically for teen moms. So I had that mentorship two nights a week, plus being in contact with some of the girls outside of that. The every other week was just when I had to physically show up somewhere for sure. But sometimes I would be doing other things with the girls and then three classes a week teaching at Core Power Yoga, working the full-time job, having friends, trying to have a social life. My family lived over an hour away from me, so trying to be able to see them. And at that time, I had two nieces and I love them so dearly. They're so much fun. Now I have three. But anyway, it was a lot going on and I realized I was kind of doing all of these things to gain approval and to be liked. Like, did I want to teach at Core Power Yoga? Yes. But I think a lot of it was coming from an ego place. And then even when I was teaching there, I didn't really want to be teaching three classes a week, but I knew that they had a more positive view of you if you were willing to teach more classes. They really want you to teach more classes. So I was teaching three classes so that my manager would view me as someone who's a team player and someone who's helpful. And I was picking up some classes to sub for people for that same reason. So I would be viewed as a team player so I could feel good enough. And I had to realize I'm good enough and I'm worthy even if I only teach two classes a week. I'm worthy even if I say no to subbing for someone because I would rather sleep in than teach that 7 a.m. Sunday class, and that's okay. So I had also started to make some shifts there. Then the pandemic hit, and I know a lot of people did lose a lot from the pandemic, and I lost some things too, and this is not to downplay any of that or dismiss any of that Like truly my heart goes out to you if you did lose things and if it was a really hard time for you, especially in the beginning. 
I know I struggled mentally in the beginning. Definitely, it was a bit of a roller coaster at times for me, but luckily, pretty quickly, I realized that even though this was something that is shitty, this was before I became a super pro at turning shit into gold, but I realized this might feel shitty. There are definitely lots of things that are shitty about this, but there are also unique opportunities here. And there are positives about this. There are things that I will miss when I do go back to work because when we first all had to work from home, I did not want to. I wanted to be at work. I was friends with a lot of my coworkers and I wanted to see my friends every day. I love to socialize. I love to talk if you hadn't figured that out by now. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do not want to be trapped in this little condo. I was living in a 675 square foot condo in Minneapolis at the time. And I just did not want to be trapped there by myself with no one to socialize with in person. So at first, I just desperately wanted to be able to go back to work. Then I realized after, I think it was after the first time they extended it two weeks, I realized, you know what? When you go back, there are going to be things that you miss about being here. So why don't you focus on the things that you're really grateful for about this situation? Like being able to work in sweatpants or yoga pants every day, not having to get dressed and being able to cook your lunch on a stovetop or in the toaster oven instead of having microwave food. Not a huge fan of microwave food. And I also would focus on being able to empty my dishwasher and be able to do a laundry or a load of laundry in the middle of the workday. Those things were great. Being able to, as the weather started to warm up, lay by my pool on lunch break. There were so many things that were actually really great about it. And I started to focus on that and focus on more of what I did want instead of the things that I didn't want. I also ended up, again, this is one of those next step moments. I ended up having someone recommend, or she didn't even actually recommend it. She was just talking to me about what was going on with her, but she was working with a holistic health coach. And she was working with her because of some digestive issues, but I have kind of struggled with sleep for most of my life. So I decided I wanted to work with her and see if I could improve my sleep. And I started working with this holistic health coach around that same time. I honestly can't remember which happened first, if it was starting to work with the health coach or if it was starting to read the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. But Either way, I ended up reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And if you haven't read that book, highly recommend that too. And she talks about how she realized that she wasn't in touch with her inner knowing. And that really resonated with me because I felt like that was true for me too. I felt like I used to know a lot more what I actually desired or what was for me and what wasn't for me. And somehow along the way, I had kind of lost touch with that. And I was also at that same time seeing a guy who I had met literally the last day that I was in the office before things shut down. It was a coworker's birthday. So we went to happy hour and I ended up running into some guys I knew from college. And then this guy walked in who was their roommate and just right away I was interested in him and we hit it off. So we ended up hanging out, doing our thing. And I was having a really great time with this guy, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
I felt like it wasn't right for me anymore, but I didn't know why. And I felt like I needed to have answers for people on why this wasn't right for me, which goes back to the whole people-pleasing thing and needing to feel good enough. I felt like I needed to justify all of my life decisions to other people. Newsflash. I don't and you don't. You don't need to justify what you're doing to anybody. And if you just feel like something is right for you or you just feel like something is not right for you, that's good enough. That's good enough to make a decision. But at the time, I wasn't fully trusting that. And I felt like my brain needed a logical explanation for making this decision that felt right for me. I also was questioning if it truly was right for me. If I can't explain this to myself or to other people, what if I'm wrong? It was so much just doubting myself. What if I'm wrong? What if I end things with this guy and then I never find anyone who's this good again or, you know, whatever it is. And at this point too, I had been single for like three years. So I was also just kind of over it. I was a little bit over being single. I was ready to fall in love again. This guy had seemed great, emotionally available, would talk about his feelings. We had a lot of fun together. It was like, this is this is what I thought I wanted, but all of a sudden I don't feel like I want it anymore just specifically from him. And I don't know why. There was nothing that I could really make sense of. So I started to talk to my holistic health coach about that and told her that I really wanted to get back in touch with my intuition. And again, that is a huge intention that I set and put out into the universe, which then created this huge ripple effect getting to this point where I'm now running an entire business based off of my intuition, which I am insanely tapped back into. So I set that intention. She started to help me with that by asking me questions like, why do you want to do the things that you're doing? And there was also one example, which this kind of goes back to me feeling not worthy in general. I had this group of neighbor friends who I was hanging out with because pandemic, everyone's stuck at home. And I lived in a condo complex that had three different buildings that had this courtyard area in the middle. And I was on the first floor right outside one of the courtyards. And sometimes I would see some of them hanging out there and they hadn't invited me. And they're literally right outside my window. So that felt real shitty. Or I would go down to the pool and two of the girls would be down there. One of them was one of my friends from high school and she would have been hanging out with the other girl and not inviting me, not including me. And again, it felt really shitty. I didn't like that feeling. And I was feeling like, why am I not good enough to be invited to this? Why don't they want to hang out with me? And my holistic health coach was actually also friends with the girl I went to high school with. They were friends from college or through, I think it was through a girl that I think my health coach went to high school with a girl who my high school friend went to college with, but that part doesn't matter. So she knew her too. She was friends with her too. And it was a little awkward to be talking about this with her, but I wanted to be really vulnerable so that I could get the most out of this experience. I was paying her for help. And I knew I have to just be vulnerable and be honest so that I can get the help that I need. So we were talking about it. And then she was asking me, why do you want to be friends with them? And I realized that it was more about the fact that they were there. So it was convenient. And just the fact of like wanting to feel included and wanting to feel good enough. 
But when I really got down to it, a lot of times when we were all hanging out in a group, they would be talking about things that I actually didn't really care to talk about. And so when I was super honest with myself, I didn't even want to be friends with them. I just wanted to have people to hang out with. And I also realized that I was maybe running away from myself a little bit at the time and was unaware of it, (laughs) wanting to not have to fully go within and deal with my own shit. And so it's easier to spend time with other people. I'm sure we've all been there. And I also, full disclosure, was like, you know, smoking weed and stuff like that to, again, just kind of escape the way that I was feeling. So she helped me get clear on the fact that I was not super in alignment in some areas. And I started to then release friendships that I realized weren't in alignment for me and create space for new ones that were more in alignment, which was great. And then I ended up, there was one girl who I met who lived in my building who was not friends with those girls. I started to hang out with her more. Also this whole time, TikTok started to be a big part of my journey. I had created a TikTok account at the beginning of March just to watch videos, you know, pandemic, bored, whatever. So I was on TikTok and as I had set these intentions, my for you page on TikTok was changing to be very much spiritual TikTok. And I was getting videos that would talk about different things to get in touch with yourself, shift your energy, all that fun stuff. Different accounts that were maybe doing little intuitive messages or pulling cards, things that had journal prompts to do, lots of like inner child work, shadow work, stuff like that. And I was just kind of taking whatever bits and pieces I could get from wherever I could get them and starting to do some of that type of work. And then fast forward a little bit to the fall, there was something that happened that I'm not going to talk about in episode four of my podcast. There are people who are listening to this who I know already know what happened, but not ready to get into the details on a podcast at this time. But there was something that happened that just really shook me awake and made me realize, okay, I need to like get my shit together. I know I'm here for a bigger purpose and it's really time for me to get on it. So I prayed again, setting a big intention. I prayed one day towards the end of September and said, God, I know you have a plan for me and I am ready to be on it. Like I am surrendered to following your plan. It was kind of like a little here I am reporting to do for duty moment (laughs) saying I'm ready. I'm ready to do whatever I'm supposed to do. I know you have great plans for me that are better than whatever plans I could come up with. So I'm done trying to figure it out on my own and I know I'm good at talking to you and I also know I'm not so great at listening to you, but I try. I will ask you questions and I want to know what you're saying, but I just don't know. I don't know what's you and what's not you. So I was asking for discernment in a way and I just said, I want to know what you want me to do, God. So I'm open. I'm ready to listen. Give it to me. (laughs) And I sent up that little prayer and then that week I ended up One, having that newer friend from my condo invite me to do a little full moon, I guess, ceremony for lack of a better word. But when I say full moon ceremony, 
it's not anything aggressive. We literally just went and sat outside and looked at the moon and journaled what we were ready to release. And for each thing, I wrote something that I was releasing and what I was calling in in its place. And I remember one of the things that I was releasing was the need to like be or feel perfect. And in its place, I was calling in authenticity. And another one was releasing the need for validation from other people or even like receiving love from other people. And in its place, I was calling in self-love and love from God. And I think there was one more or maybe two more things on there, but those were some, again, huge intentions that I was setting. And I was telling God, the universe, hey, these are the things that don't feel good to me that I'm done with. And these are the things that I want. And kind of just asking for that, like, show me the way, how do I do this? And it was asking that without asking. I was just saying, this is what I want. This is what I'm done with. This is what I want. And I set those intentions on October 1st. And then on October 3rd was this friend's birthday. And she was very into tarot, mostly watching tarot on YouTube, but she thought it would be fun to get a tarot deck for her party. So I said, hey, I'll get that for you. That'll be part of your birthday gift. And so I went and got this tarot deck for her from Patina. They also have it on Target online. It's Everyday Tarot. It's a little purple box if you want to check that out for yourself. But I got it for her and then we were looking at it and it had a card inside that had some different spreads you could do. And it also had one card pull options. And the suggestions were to ask, what do I need to know today? And then what's in alignment with my higher self? And I loved that. That really resonated with me. And the next day I had plans to go back to my hometown of Red Wing, Minnesota to see my family. And I went to Patina on my way and got myself that deck because I just felt like I need this. I need this in my life. I need this guidance. And I pulled a card for myself that same day and asked the questions. And then every day after that, I was pulling a tarot card to ask what I need to know today and what's in alignment with my higher self. And I just listened. So sometimes when I would ask God, what do I need to know today? It would be something like rest, the four of swords card, you need to rest. I got that one within the first couple of weeks and I put in a request for a sick day the next day. And I took some time and I rested. I remember, I think the nine of swords is like overthinking and negative thoughts. So if that came up, then I would do some journaling and try to look into limiting beliefs that were coming up that might be holding me back. And then with the what's in alignment with my higher self, when I would ask that, I would get lots of cards like the queen cards or the king cards or the emperor, empress, things like that, that were really starting to build my confidence. These were cards that were telling me that I'm a leader, that I'm capable, that I am worthy, all of these things. And so that started to also shift my self-worth and my self-esteem a little bit. And I started to realize, okay, I am here to make a difference. Like I have always felt like I am. I always knew that I was, but I just wasn't confident enough in myself to actually put myself out there. And I didn't fully know how I didn't know how I was supposed to make an impact or what it was going to look like. And I held myself back from doing it 
because I didn't have a clear enough idea of how that was going to look, which is like going back to the whole, we want to know everything. We want to know, do this, 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 and this, and everything will work out perfectly and you'll be so successful. But that's just not how life works. And it's actually way more fun this way, I promise. But I ended up after two weeks of doing these daily card pulls, I ended up launching a financial coaching business, which is what for about three years I had known I wanted to do, but I just didn't know all the details of how I was going to do that. So I had held myself back, but these cards started to help me feel good enough to just start and to realize like, I'll just start, I'll receive the guidance, I'll have the ideas, I'll figure it out as I go, like, it'll be okay. So I just started. Also around that time, October of 2020, I saw this girl on TikTok who was talking about the first time she communicated with her unborn child. And that was so interesting to me. And I watched a bunch more of her videos. I liked what she was talking about. It felt very empowering. And it was also teaching how to get tapped into intuition. So I started following her, but also At this time, I was more of a TikTok amateur, and I didn't realize there were two tabs, a For You tab and a Following tab. So I just would not see a lot of the videos that the people I was following posted, and I felt like I needed to know what this girl was posting. So I, she had the little Instagram icon on there to tap over to her Instagram. So I went and followed her on Instagram as well. And then on her Instagram, I saw that she was offering this overcoming obstacles drop in mini course. And I could not see the date for it anywhere, but I was like, I know I need this. Like I need to go. So I just signed up. I think it was like $25 at the time. And I was like, I'm going. And I signed up. And then because I didn't know when it was, I missed it. It was sometime at the end of October, but I emailed her assistant and was like, hey, I bought this, but I didn't know when it was and I missed it. Can I just come to the next one? And she did it again the next month. So I went to it at the, or towards the end of November and it was like a little mini world rocking moment because I had just launched this business I also just went on a solo trip to St. Thomas that was supposed to be with my friend, but she tested positive for COVID and I tested negative, so I could still go, but she couldn't. So I did this solo trip, and on this solo trip, I felt super confident. I was feeling like the best about myself that I had ever felt, and I asked in this class just what my higher self wanted me to know because the way that this overcoming obstacles course worked was she would just channel whatever question you wanted the answer to. So what is your biggest obstacle preventing you from having financial abundance or from calling in a relationship, whatever it is. And I did have some funky relationship stuff going on at the time that I kind of wanted answers to, but I also had just started my business and it was like, I would really like to know what I can do to be most financially abundant here. But why would I ask a question when I could just lean into this higher guidance and just see what my higher self wants me to know anyway? So I just had her ask my higher self what was holding me back the most in life, period. And what came through was that I have never truly felt beautiful. And right away, it made me start crying in front of 
the other strangers on the Zoom call because it was true. And it was something that I had struggled with for a long time. I mean, literally for as long as I can remember, I never felt beautiful. Like I don't really know why or understand why, but I just didn't. Like as a very young kid, I just didn't feel that way. And then in middle school, I had some things happen that were a reflection of how I felt on the inside, but then just reinforced these negative beliefs for me. Like I had one girl who would say to me literally multiple times, she said to me, your brother is so hot. What happened to you? So that made me feel really not good enough. And it made me wonder like, what is wrong with me? Or like, why am I not pretty? Like what makes me not pretty? But I was asking my brain those questions. So then my brain is looking for reasons why I'm not good enough. And I had another girl specifically say that I had a big nose and I looked like a dinosaur. So then that was like one of my main answers after that. Like, oh, I'm not pretty because I have a big nose. Like guys don't want to date me because I have a big nose and I'm not pretty. Those were beliefs that I had. And to be completely honest, I'm still trying to fully reprogram the nose stuff because that one was just so specific and it just really got in there and it's been a challenge and a half to reprogram that. Like literally I could have a hundred people tell me that I'm gorgeous and I'm stunning and in the back of my head some little voice is so like except for your nose, like if only your nose were different. And I've improved it a lot but it still lingers because it's very old programming and it's been reinforced way too much. So anyway, she told me this and I was like, oh shit, if this is the biggest thing that's holding me back, I might be fucked because I don't know how to fix this. Like, I don't know how to make it so that I feel pretty enough. Like I already was feeling the best that I've ever felt And that's not good enough. It was sort of reinforcing that idea of not being good enough. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? She also did give me a tool to shift it. So it didn't feel that catastrophic, but it was just this sort of defeated moment of like, crap, am I ever going to be able to get past this? Am I ever going to be able to be successful? And I used the tool that she gave me she also that same week opened her course that was called Intro to Intuition. And again, I set that intention months before that I really wanted to get tapped back into my intuition. So I signed up for the course and I don't know what I was expecting, but I just was not expecting it to be what it was. I think it was the week four lesson where she was already teaching me how to talk to my unborn children. And this is another great time to remind you that you don't have to believe in the stuff that I believe in. So if you don't believe this, that's fine. Good for you. Don't believe it. But I talked to my unborn children and was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And I was having so much fun with it, but also having slight moments of self-doubt because some of the information I was getting about my future children was really cool. And I felt like, am I making this up? Is this just what I want to be true? Or did I truly like download this information intuitively? And I had a Reiki session that I had signed up for. I've done Reiki energy healing 
a few times and I had decided that I wanted extra support in releasing things at that time to make sure I could move forward and be successful. So I had booked, I think in October, a Reiki session, but her next availability was the beginning of December. So beginning of December, I had this Reiki session a couple weeks after that um, Overcoming Obstacles drop-in course. And I told her about the business that I started and she ended up suggesting that I sign up for the Reiki 1 and 2 class if it felt right to me because I could then learn how to give myself Reiki healing and clear my own energy, which would be really helpful for me, just aiding in getting rid of any limiting beliefs that pop up for me as a business owner. And then also that I could use Reiki on my clients, which was great because I was helping them rewire some limiting beliefs around money. So it would be awesome to have that added support of the energy healing. So I was thinking this is for sure for me. I'm all about it. I went home and I intuitively tested it because I was in that intuition course and I had learned how to do yes, no testing and ask things like it is in my highest good to take this Reiki course right now. I got a yes when I asked about that. So I signed up and was super excited because I fully trusted what I was doing because I had gotten that intuitive, yes, this is in your highest good. So I signed up for that. And then the girl, her name is Allie. I'll just call her Allie now, the girl who had done the Overcoming Obstacles and Intuition courses. So Allie sent an email about this workshop she was doing, an alignment workshop. The first two weeks of January, every day she was sending out journal prompts or some sort of tool to help you get in alignment for 2021. And I just had this feeling that 2021 was going to be a big year for me and that I needed to be in alignment. I was like, I need to do this workshop. I also think it was only like $47. So to me, it was just a complete no-brainer. I signed right up. And then a couple days later, after I had the Reiki session and had signed up for the Reiki training and signed up for this workshop, Allie sent me a message on Instagram and was like, hey, I have just been getting intuitively that I need to invite you to my mentorship program. If you're not interested, no worries at all. I just wanted to extend the invitation because I know that they will keep bugging me. They being, you know, source her spirit guides, whoever keep bugging her until she at least extended the invitation. And right away when she said it, I felt like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. But I also intuitively tested it again, with the tools. And I was getting a yes that it was in my highest good. And it's funny because now, several months later, after I did mentorship with her for about a year, I know damn well that my higher self was harassing her, telling her to invite me because even though I had improved my self-worth quite a bit up to that point, I still wouldn't have felt fully worthy of investing the amount of money that I needed to invest in myself in order to sign up for that month of mentorship with her or just feeling like I'm worthy even possibly of her investing her time into helping me. But when she reached out to me and extended that invitation, then I felt like, well, of course I'm worthy of this. Otherwise, she wouldn't have invited me. Make sense? So everything is always happening exactly the way it needs to happen in order for you to be on your path. So she sent me that message. I signed up. I started working with her. 
And the way that she does her mentorship is in your first session, she reads what is called your soul contract. Again, you don't have to believe any of this stuff if you don't want to, but everyone has a soul contract and your soul has decided to come to earth with a specific mission. You're here to do that thing. You even have contracts with other people to help people with different lessons in different ways. And so she takes a look at your soul contract to see what you came here to do. She'll tell you some of the things on the timeline that you're supposed to do, which having a podcast was one of the things on mine. And now here I am doing it. But she told me these things that I was supposed to do. And she told me that I was supposed to be helping people heal using my intuition. And when she said that, I was so happy and it sounded like so much fun and it felt so aligned and it felt even better than just doing the financial coaching that I had started to do, which also looking back, I realized I was kind of intuitively picking up on people's limiting beliefs and that's sort of what I was already doing with the coaching. But working with Allie one-on-one, I learned how to do a bunch more different types of intuitive reads. I also started practicing other things like remote viewing and telepathy and being able to tell if someone is on drugs or has alcohol in their system. There are a whole lot of things that you can do with your intuition, which is really cool and really fun. So I started working with her one-on-one and there were other things along the way too. Like in that Reiki class, there was a woman who is a Pleiadian ambassador. Pleiadians are a group of alien beings. And again, You don't have to believe in aliens if you don't want to believe in aliens, but I do. So that is a group of alien beings, and I had recently seen some TikToks about them, and I really resonated with them, and then there she was, and she introduced herself, said she was a Pleiadian ambassador, and started speaking in light language, and I started crying, and I was like, what is going on? Why am I crying right now? I don't even know what she is saying. These aren't like words. And light language is a language that is more felt than comprehended intellectually. So if you hear light language, your heart will understand what is being said, even if your mind doesn't. And so my heart understood her message. And also her energy was familiar to me because we actually know each other. Our souls know each other from past lives. And we have had past lives in the Pleiades together. The Pleiades are a star system. You can look up the Pleiades if you'd like to, but that was a crazy little experience and another thing on my journey and something that was very aligned. I ended up doing a couple of sessions with her, healing sessions where she was helping me shift some things energetically and speed up my path. It's something that helps you quantum leap if you are familiar. So spirituality is really just science for the most part. It's a lot of quantum physics. Everything is energy and vibrations and things vibrating at different frequencies. Also, because there are an infinite number of different choices that we're all making all the time and different paths that could happen, there are a whole bunch of different what people call timelines available to you. So you could make one decision today that sets you towards this timeline, but then you have a this or this, and then that's two other timelines, and everything is just kind of forking off all the time. 
creating all of these different situations and circumstances. And when you're tapping into your higher self and you're asking your higher self for guidance, you start making decisions that are in alignment with your higher self and you can jump timelines. So for example, I in the past year have done a ton of internal work and done a lot of healing and then started making decisions in alignment with a higher version of myself that caused me to speed up things in my life by probably five years or maybe more. So the things that I will start to do, like starting this podcast, I ended up starting this podcast more quickly than I would have had I not done the healing work that I did. I ended up quitting my job way more quickly than I would have had I not been doing this healing work. I will end up making way more money in the next five years than I would have if I hadn't done all this work. It would have taken me five years to get to that point if I hadn't gone in and shifted the energy and started to align with this higher timeline. So healing sessions are one way that you can do that. So I did some healing sessions with her, was still doing the mentorship, and there have just been other things along the way that kept leading me more and more to get to this place that I'm in now. And like I said, there's so much more that I could say about all of this, but I just wanted to give you a taste of what it can look like and how it works because I will get led to one thing that then leads me to another thing that then leads me to another thing. And it all unfolds so beautifully and so easily. And it just, it feels easy. It feels like so much less effort than when you're out here trying to figure it out on your own and telling yourself that it's something that you need to figure out on your own because you absolutely do not. (laughs) You get to ask for guidance and you get to decide, I am no longer available for this. I'm no longer available for a reality where I am living paycheck to paycheck. I'm only available now for a reality where I have tons of overflow. I have way more money in my savings than I need. This is what I'm available for. Deciding that and then you can straight up ask for guidance if you want and say, God, universe, whoever it is that you feel comfortable talking to, send me some guidance. Show me the way. Show me the next thing I need to know to be creating this reality in the physical. And things will come to you. And it's crazy how they'll come to you. It could be a course. It could be a job offer. It could be that, I don't even know. It could be so many things. (laughs) It could be so many things. So many things will happen. And I have just tiny little things happen all the time that I realize are signs of that and are creating more abundance. And one of the things that I like to do is find proof. So I have a friend who will, I can't remember if it's Byron Katie or Brene Brown, or maybe both of them talk about it in slightly different ways, but you can ask yourself, like, what is the story that I'm telling myself? And a lot of times we tell ourselves negative stories. So I see a lot of times people in the dating world, they go on a date with someone and then they don't hear from them. And the fact, the only fact in this situation is I haven't heard from this person yet. But what we'll do is we'll create a whole story around that. Like I haven't heard from this person yet because 
there is something wrong with me. They didn't like this thing about me, or I wonder what they didn't like about me that's causing them to not text me back. When it could be that they're just having a busy week at work, or here's another story you could tell yourself. They were so intimidated by you that they're afraid that you're not interested in them, so they're waiting to hear from you. That's an available reality. You get to choose all the time, and you get to choose to look for proof of the things that you desire. And I'm not saying to go around making up stories all the time about how you are better than everybody else, but at least just choose neutrality. (laughs) That's an option. And you can choose to feel like you are valuing yourself more, and now because you are viewing valuing yourself more and viewing yourself in a different way, other people are viewing you in a different way too. And I have been valuing myself more. And there are little examples of that reality being created that I've experienced over the last week. And I, I decide that and I create these stories for myself that are in support of what I'm creating. So Anytime something little happens with money, I always try to feel grateful for it. I did a post about this on my Instagram this week that I found a dime when I was walking to a yoga class. And I decided that that dime was a sign that I am so freaking abundant. And I decided that that is definitely a sign that I am about to be making way more money because a dime is 10 times as much as a penny. And a penny is what I usually find. So if I just found 10 times as much, that means that 10 times as much abundance is on its way to me right now, which is going to be really fun, let me tell you. So that thing happened. Another thing that happened that I decided to create a supportive story around was that I got back from a cycle class and one of our concierge people, I live in a luxury high rise and we have concierge people. And one of our concierge people always just stays seated at the desk when we arrive back home. She doesn't get up and open the door for us. Some of the other people do. This woman does not. I love her. She doesn't need to be getting up and doing that. But I'm just saying for the sake of the story, the norm is that she doesn't do that. For whatever reason, on Sunday, she saw me coming and she hustled over and she opened the door for me. And I decided to create a little story for myself that she is seeing me as more valuable now because I'm seeing myself as more valuable now. So that's why she opened the door for me. Another small thing that happened that I decided to create a story around, I actually live next door to an NFL player. And he was not here for a good chunk of the time that I've lived here because he actually pays for my favorite team, which is the Green Bay Packers. And I live in Dallas, Texas. So he was not here from end of July until probably end of January or beginning of February. But I saw him probably like five times before he left for training camp. I saw him literally as he was leaving for training camp. So he knows who I am in general. And then there was one week that he had a bye week and was here and I ran into him. And then I've seen him like maybe twice since he's been back since the season ended. And we'll just like say hi, very brief, whatever. The gym that I work out at with the personal trainer who I work out with every Monday is a gym that's owned by a former NBA player and there are some other professional athletes who like to work out there. So last week I saw him there 
when I was working out Monday morning and I said hi and he said hi back. And it was as I was just walking by, passing through after filling up my water bottle. Yesterday, I was there again and he arrived and walked by me when I was between sets of a workout and I said hi and he did the little like, you know, head nod um, facial expression that people give when they recognize you and are saying hi. And then he also gave me like a little pat on the back, tap on the shoulder type thing as he walked by. And I just decided, again, this is another sign of my value. He is acknowledging me even more than he has ever acknowledged me before. And people in this world have lots of opinions about professional athletes and a lot of times put them on a pedestal and think that they are better than everybody else because they're professional athletes. Some professional athletes probably think of themselves as better. This guy is a super nice guy. He has always been friendly, always smiles at me. I don't think that he actually thinks that he is better than me by any means. But again, the level of acknowledgement that I received this time was like one step up from what I received before. So I'm taking that as a sign that people are recognizing my value even more as I am recognizing my value even more. So I'm sharing these little stories with you so that you realize that you are always creating the reality that you want to create. And part of the way that you can do that is by creating supportive stories. Create little supportive stories for yourself about all of the things that are going on. This person opened the door for you. That is a sign that people are recognizing your value even more, which again is because you are recognizing your value even more. Recognize how valuable you are. You are so infinitely worthy and valuable. You should treat yourself that way and act that way. And then find all of the proof that it's being reflected out and being reflected back to you. Finding a dime on the street or even a penny on the street. I will still get excited if I see a penny on the street when I walk to yoga today. Get excited about all of those things and decide that that means that people are recognizing your value more and that you are now receiving more and you're going to continue to receive more and more and more because you deserve it. You are so worthy of it. And the entire point of this podcast is for me to help you realize how worthy you are and to help you create a reality where you feel even more worthy and you're not looking for external validation from people. You're not looking for people to tell you that you're valuable, but at the same time, you are able to use the outside world to reaffirm your beliefs that you've decided internally. You are worthy. You are valuable. You believe that, and you're allowing yourself to see that reflected to you in the outside world. It's definitely a fine line to walk because it's easy to start to then feel like you need that validation to prove that you are valuable. You don't. You just need to be so rooted to it on the inside, but it's okay to create these supportive stories for yourself and to use that. And one thing that you really need to know is that stumbling is not falling. I had a stumbly week, as I said, but that stuff all kind of culminated and ended Friday. And then Saturday, I went to that yoga class and I heard the quote, stumbling is not falling. And I realized, ah, yes, (laughs) I was partly struggling because I felt off. And then that made me question, 
oh my goodness, my stomach is growling right now. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you can hear that. I don't really care either way, but I'm going to wrap this up so I can have a snack before I go to Yoga Sculpt. But um, let's see, where was I? Oh no. Oh yes. Yoga the quote. So stumbling is not falling. And I needed that reminder because I needed to realize that even when I'm stumbling, even when I feel off, I'm still making progress. I have a little addition to Malcolm's quote, which is that even when you're stumbling, you're still moving forward. Because I think every time someone stumbles, I know every time I have stumbled, I usually end up falling forward. I don't usually fall backwards. So even when I'm stumbling, I'm still moving forward. I'm still making progress. And even if I don't, even if I fall backwards flat on my booty, I can still get back up again. And I can always turn shit into gold. That option is always available to you. Any shitty thing that happens, you get to ask yourself, what is the unique opportunity here? And let me tell you, the biggest opportunity that you always have is to decide that you are still 111% fucking worthy no matter what is being reflected to you by the outside world. If somebody slams a door in your face instead of opening it for you, that is a unique opportunity to root to your value and to your worthiness. And that is something that you can then turn into gold later. You can tell people the story about how someone slammed a door in your face and it just made you realize how freaking worthy you are and how you don't deserve treatment like that. And you put your foot down and you set a new energetic boundary and then everything changed. These options are available to you. You have so many options all the time. You always get to turn shit into gold. You always get to create supportive stories for yourself that will remind you of what a worthy, amazing human being you are. And you have this podcast to come back to when you need those reminders. I am so happy to provide that support to you. I'm so happy to provide this space. And if you want to support me in return, one way that you can do that is to rate and review this podcast. I have done a pretty bad job of remembering to ask that, but I'm improving, making progress. And I would super appreciate it and love it if you would rate and review this podcast, if you are enjoying it, if you are finding it helpful, please do that. Please share it with other people who you think would benefit from hearing it, sharing it on social media and tagging me is super fun. I really love and appreciate that so that other people can find it and I can share your stuff as well. Also, there are some additional ways to support me in the show notes. Obviously, actually paying me for the services that I provide or purchasing courses that I offer are ways that you can support me very directly. And then also there are a couple links in there if you want to buy products that I would get a kickback from. There are some safer beauty options from Beauty Counter that you can check out and also feel free to let me know if you have questions or want recommendations. And then essential oils from doTERRA. And then the last one right now is Keep, which is a software that I am using to be able to have some stuff automated as far as receiving lessons in courses like Alignment Academy. And then also to be able to send messages and have people check out and have payment plans to sign up for Alignment Academy or whatever other things I end up creating and offering on there. So 
Those are some ways if you need a marketing system like that and you sign up for Keep Through That Link, I get a payment and you would be able to then have that same referral link, which by the way, if you sign up, I get $250. So if you decide to sign up for Keep, highly recommend signing up for their referral program so you can get that kickback too. But those are some ways that you can support me right now. And there are ways that I mentioned in the beginning that are completely free as far as money goes. And it's just a little bit of your time and energy that I would super appreciate receiving in the form of the rate rating, reviewing, and sharing with other people. I love you all so much. And I hope that you remember that you are completely worthy just as you are of everything that you desire, and you are so capable of creating a life that you desire. All you have to do is decide what you're done with, decide what you want instead, and then reinforce those boundaries and take one step at a time listening to the guidance that you receive. I love you. See you next time on Turn Shit Into Gold.